Hey there, this is Tavi from The Solar Spill. We've got one final special episode as we're gearing up for our third annual Climate Action Film Festival, which premieres on March 16th and 17th. Tickets are pay what you want and are available now at climateactionfilmfestival.com. At Sun Common, we've used our status as a B Corp and public benefit corporation to form partnerships with other companies, activist groups, and individuals that share our belief in a brighter future powered by renewable energy. We created an advocacy and activism program that allows our team to share resources and people power with those groups and support their work in pushing back against climate change. That interconnectedness with other groups has a wonderful lineage going back to the founding of our company and how Suncommon brought the community organizing model from the activist space into our work as a solar company. That interconnectedness has also given us the honor to collaborate with folks that inspired us to join the climate one of those great honors happened at last year's Climate Action Film Festival, when we were joined by the iconic actress and activist Jane Fonda, who delivered a powerful keynote message on the importance of civil disobedience in the climate movement. On today's episode of The Solar Spill, we are going to play that keynote address in its entirety. But first, a quick reminder to head to climateactionfilmfestival.com to get tickets to two evenings of inspiring short films and discussions with filmmakers, changemakers, and activists. The festival premieres on March 16th and 17th, and tickets are pay what you want. That's climateactionfilmfestival.com. So for now, here's Jane Fonda's keynote address from last year's festival. Hello and welcome everybody. I'm Jane Fonda and I'm here to welcome you to the Climate Action Film Festival. You know what I love about that title? Action, because that's what's needed right now. We need to learn all we can about what's happening because of burning fossil fuels, but then we need action to stop the burning in order to limit the damage. We can't stop the climate crisis, it's too late for that. Too much heat is already baked in, but we can keep warming no higher than one and a half degrees Celsius. That's the limit that scientists say we have to stay at or below. You know what else the scientists say? In 2019, over 1,500 of them from more than 20 countries called for civil disobedience, explaining that, and this is a quote, we believe that the continued governmental inaction over the climate and ecological crises now justifies peaceful nonviolent protest and direct action, even if this goes beyond the bounds of the current law, unquote. We know civil disobedience embodies the best of what America can be. The 1773 Boston Tea Party was a form of civil disobedience. And in the roughly 250 years since, civil disobedience has been used across the United States by groups wanting to raise attention to injustice, build public support for a cause, and pressure decision makers to act. Martin Luther King Jr. engaged in peaceful civil disobedience to advance voting rights and racial equity. Rosa Parks famously sat down on a bus and refused to give up her seat to a white passenger to protest racist laws. There's a picture of her right there. Dolores Huerta and Cesar Chavez organized nonviolent strikes, boycotts, and fasts to advance farm workers' rights. 
In its most fundamental form, civil disobedience is breaking a law that itself is seen as an unjust law, like withholding taxes that pay for war or sitting at a racially segregated lunch counter. But civil disobedience can also be what me and my fire drill Friday participants did in the fall of 2019 when we refused to follow police orders to vacate the steps of the Capitol. In some cases, civil disobedience involves engaging in a prohibited act, such as Gandhi's salt-making campaign in India. It can be creative like the Extinction Rebellion activists in Portland, Oregon, who repeatedly build beautiful gardens on the train tracks that carry Alberta tar sands oil through their state. It can be pretty straightforward, such as the millions of students who strike from school every Friday. And it can be highly skilled and require extensive training, like when Greenpeace activists hang off bridges for days at a time to block oil-related equipment from passing through. In launching Fire Drill Fridays, we felt compelled to bring the power of civil disobedience to address the climate emergency. You see, for more than over three decades, climate scientists and activists have lobbied, petitioned, marched, made documentaries, ran campaigns, pleaded, and divested. And in those three decades of passionate work, carbon dioxide emissions, emissions have increased, global temperatures have risen, and no elected leaders have really taken action even close to what science demands. None of our advocacy, as usual, is delivering results at the level and speed needed, and we're running out of time. That's why this is an emergency, and that's why we believe it's time for widespread civil disobedience to force action. And guess what? A growing number of people, 13 million of them, according to the Yale Program on Climate Change Communication, have said they are ready for civil disobedience, but nobody's asked them. So we have our job cut out for us, don't we? We have to ask them. I call them the great unasked. Engaging in acts of civil disobedience can mean aligning our whole bodies with our values, and this can be liberating and transformative. It can also create change in those who observe it, inspiring others to reflect on whether they too are ready for action. One person's inspirational action can move another person to act. We need to engage in nonviolent civil disobedience now because the climate crisis is so urgent and we're running out of time. And we know that throughout history, that's what shifts the context in which issues like the climate crisis are considered creating pressure to force leaders to act. So let's do it. Thanks for attending the Climate Action Film Festival and keep fighting the good fight. That was a keynote address by Jane Fonda from our second annual Climate Action Film Festival. The third annual Climate Action Film Festival premieres on March 16th and 17th, with 10 inspiring short films and two panel discussions with filmmakers and activists. 
Tickets are donate what you want with 100% of proceeds going to two incredible climate groups doing important work in New York and Vermont. It's New York Renews and 350 Vermont. Head to climateactionfilmfestival.com for tickets and information. And if you're interested in going solar in New York's Hudson Valley or Capital Region or Vermont, get in touch with us at suncommon.com. For The Solar Spill, I'm Tavi. I hope to see you all at the Climate Action Film Festival.